Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. I cannot believe there's been over a thousand plays of Frontline Static. And when I first started the podcast, I just really wanted to make it about the stories of those people who inspired me. And hopefully they could inspire you guys as well to reach for the goals that you want to achieve Um, in your career and in your life and figure out really how to balance all of that. And so um, I'm really excited to have Alana on this week. Uh, She is in law enforcement and she struggled with an eating disorder um, a big majority of her life. And she talks about her story of how it um, got triggered while on the job in law enforcement and kind of how she has gotten out of it and pulled herself out of it and the mindset that she's built around and how she's learned how to value herself. And um, she talks a little bit about now the business that she's going to be starting and the clients that she wants to reach and help on the, along the way as well. So um, I'm excited to share this interview with you and I hope you enjoy it. Good morning, Alana. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Well, I guess it's good morning for me. It's not quite morning for you. But (laughs) so tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. So um, I grew up and I'm from the Highlands of Scotland. Um, Yeah, I love it here. Uh, Probably a bit different weather to what you have at the moment, but it's freezing here and dying for some summer. Um, but yeah, so born and bred here in the Highlands. Um, I work in law enforcement. Um, what do I like to do in my spare time? Gosh, anything to do with fitness, um, nutrition, food. <laughs> Probably ironic from someone who's had an eating disorder. But yeah, I just love anything to do with fitness, spending time in the outdoors, um, spending time with my friends and family, um, traveling, which I have been dying to do the past couple of years. Like it's been so hard. I'm sure everyone else feels that way as well, that we've not been able to go anywhere. But hopefully now with things are sort of dying down a little bit, I'm hoping maybe this year later on I might be able to travel again, but you just don't know. COVID's taught me anything. You, you don't know what's around the corner for you, do you? So you've just got to kind of take each day. So yeah. yeah. And when you say Highland, like, I don't, where, where is that? Because I don't know. What so Highland it's like, means. so it's like right up in the Highlands of Scotland. So it's like basically very, very North, like nearly most, like at the very, very top, there's a place called John O'Groats, okay. um, which is like, which is like the northern, northernest point that you can get. Um, and I stay somewhere in a little town called Inverness. Um, okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Loch Ness Monster oh yeah uh-huh Nessie so yeah so basically I live like maybe like a 15-20 minute drive away from where Nessie is supposed to be in Loch Ness okay so you've seen the Loch, Loch Ness monster of course uh, I I have not seen her but I do believe she is that she is there <laughs> but no I've never seen her um, when I take my sup board out in the Loch Ness I get freaked out because I'm like oh my god what is underneath me <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about how you and I first met um we kind of met over Instagram and um you reached out to me because you were kind of interested in coaching and like kind of what my path of how I got into it but super interesting I've never met anyone from Scotland before 
But I, and the way that I remember how we first met was it was just very like organic talking to you. I felt very comfortable talking to you. Um, and we just kind of started out our Instagram relationship that way, which is awesome, you know, that we can be on different sides of the globe together, but still kind of have the same interests in mind. So, um, talk a little bit about like why you're wanting to start health coaching. You mentioned that a little bit, um, and kind of what led you to that, um, area in your life. So I think, yeah, I just, I did come across your Instagram and obviously because I work um, in law enforcement and I saw that your sort of posts, they kind of resonated with me um, to do with health, you know, fitness sort of mindset. And I just felt kind of drawn to it. So I think that's when I reached out to you because certainly the journey, um, which I'm sure we'll obviously go on to discuss, um, I've recovered from an eating disorder. And I think once you've been through something like that, it just has made me so passionate about health and wanting to help other people because I know how hard the past sort of five years of my life and my journey has been like you know it's you know if you'd have told me five years ago you know you're going to be able to go through days without feeling guilty and eating food again without feeling guilt and having to then burn off exercise like I would have not believed you like I I just feel so grateful that I am at the point now from where I was five six years ago and I think that's just the sort of fire in me because I want to help other people get from where I was to where I am now because it, it is possible it's hard it's freaking hard but it's so so worth it and so possible um and I guess I've always had like a passion for health and fitness anyway like I've always been sporty I've always been into you know the gym and exercise the way it makes you feel you know and I think just a combination of all of that is just it's you know you don't it's hard to describe but it's like it's not it's not like you don't feel it doesn't you know if it was your job it doesn't feel like a job because you enjoy doing it and you enjoy helping people like and the more and more people I think because from me opening up and sharing my story and you know sharing that I lost my period for five years and just kind of sort of making myself vulnerable like I'm quite an open person anyway but I just feel like you don't know what happens in other people's lives and quite often from not even from people that I haven't really known that I've met in my work me just talking and you know I know a lot of people aren't as open and honest and well maybe not so much honest but a lot of people aren't uh they don't disclose what's going on in their life um and it can be seen as maybe a negative because you know Mm -hmm. maybe some people could take you you could take advantage of that but I just feel I'm not ashamed of what I've been through I'm very very proud and I just want to help other people and I guess share what I have learned with other people that need equally need the help yeah you know so, so tell us a little bit about um your story and just kind of how your eating disorder started like obviously I know it, it's not something that happens overnight but um a little bit about your story so that everybody kind of has an idea of you know where you've come from and where you are now yeah of course so um as I say ever since I was younger I was always into fitness um I did gymnastics um, I did trampolining and I think I was always aware that my body shape like I developed a lot quicker than all of the other girls so my leotard would always be like a size medium and theirs was like an extra so small and you know I had boobs I developed my you know everything was just bigger and I'm back then looking it did make me feel 
wanted to shrink myself probably because I wanted to fit the mold and just be like everyone else like it was like I don't want to stand out like I don't want to be so I was always aware of that but nothing that ever kind of overtook my life and then going into primary secondary sort of school I think that that's when sort of small behaviors became more like I became more aware of what I was eating and I guess because you know social media and things you know it's a it's a great great thing I, I don't slate it I think it's great because me and you've been able you know things like that I've been able mm. to connect with you but in terms of like maybe seeing what the ideal shape should be and you know these fad diets like clean eating and you know we have thousands of diets that are out there so I think I probably just started to dabble in more things. I became like maybe a little bit picky. Um, you know, like the girls in the cafe that I used to work with, they used to laugh because I would always be like, does anyone want to share half a whole meal scone with me? And they would be like, Alana, just eat the whole one. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> I only need half, you know. Um, and then so finished that and I studied uh, HNC and fitness, health and exercise. Um, I did higher health mech in school as well. And that kind of really just drew me to, how food can make you feel and you know mm. just the importance of fueling your body correctly so I think even from then that was what fifth year I was just I loved it that's the one subject that I just felt so engrossed in and I remember being on holiday in like Mallorca with my auntie and my granny and just sitting at the pool like engrossed in this nutrition book like wow like this is what's in an apple and learning about all the different nutrients and food I just I just loved it Mm -hmm. and then um so that and then I joined law enforcement and I was posted away um from my family home at 19 which was really really hard because obviously living with my family um you know moving away and not knowing anyone moving to a completely new place starting a whole new job I found that really quite stressful um and I think sort of my anxiousness uh, that I would manifest that in other ways mm. and I couldn't really wasn't that I couldn't really cook but I didn't really know how to cook well if that makes sense mm -hmm. um so when I moved over there I thought god like I'm gonna have to get to know people because I know absolutely no one here so there was actually a girl I met at the gym bless her Caroline she, oh love still in touch with her to this day we're pen pals like she's the only person I've ever had like a pen pal to and um she was like oh Lana like let's let's do this run and I was like I hate running like no and she was like oh let's just do this 5k like we might meet people so I thought oh, it why not so we did the race and I ended up winning it and I remember being on the castle grounds and all the sort of like running coaches being like oh where are you from like people must have been like who's this girl like where is she from and they were like oh you would be a really good runner and I was like I hate running like I've literally only done this to meet people um and then it was probably like a year it took me and then I finally asked one of them to coach me and so that's when I started running and naturally I lost weight with running anyway because I was do I was more active you know so my body shape changed and I've always had a sort of athletic figure um but I've always been very aware of my shape I think like obviously I previously mentioned from when I was younger anyway but nothing again that would overtake anything and then it wasn't until it was April 2016 um I was on duty and um, an incident happened. And from that, I think that was the sort of moment that I, the situation that I was in, looking back on it, I think because I was so out of control and it just sort of was like every other aspect from that, slowly I started to control everything. Mm. So I'd had my 23rd birthday, that would have been. And I remember coming home and having a couple of weeks off, you know, and even from there, like I felt like, I felt fine like genuinely I felt I can deal with work going back because I felt like if I took more time off it would be like 
not taking the piss, excuse my French, but mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? I was just like, no, I'm fine. I'm going back to work. I'm strong. I will just get through it. And it wasn't until I, I really realized I wasn't okay. And I would feel anxious. And I sort of, you know, became aware that my heart would race and I just really, I dreaded going to work. And I also realized as well that I wasn't like, I've always been a fidget, which is like someone who can't sit still, but I remember just never being able to relax. So after work, you know, I would have my running sessions that I would do. And then I would follow that by going for like an 80 mile swim, 80 lengths in the pool, sort of swimming. And then by the time I would go home, I would make my dinner. You know, it was like, I was on just, it was literally no time to rest no rest and I think looking back again because I did a lot in recovery and it was about I just had to fill every second of my day because I didn't want to sit with my own thoughts Mm. and I guess that just became more and more and more so I used so the over exercising I became you know I was it was crazy like I can't even I don't even understand how I managed to keep going and I think that's scary as well because it's the power of your mind like your mind is a strong thing and I don't genuinely know how I managed because I can't do even a quarter of what I used to do now um and then I sort of I remember coming across like somebody was talking about macros on a Facebook group and I was like macros like what is that and then obviously it's your protein carbs and fats it's your macronutrients and for those who don't know what that is and I just became fascinated thinking oh I can I can what calculate out what I could eat in a day to change my shape so really became fixated on this. And I remember speaking to one of the people in the group and I was like, I do not like my shape. I want to change it. Mm. And they helped me and showed me how to work out the macros and calories and what I did with a food scale. I was like, what? And then I remember like having a tin of tuna and being like, what, how, how do I weigh this? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so I remember just it blew my mind. And then I, that was, that was it. That was just everything from there. Like I don't do things half-assed either. So whenever I do something, like if I take up something new, whether that be a sport or something, I go all in. I don't do things half. Same. Probably. Yeah. I can understand that. It's a quality that I think is good because it drives you, but it can also be a negative. For sure. And in this case, for the, and, and in this instance, it was not good for my health doing it, but in hindsight, you know, it's a great thing. I didn't realize that at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I began like every morsel that went into my mouth I weighed every even the milk in my tea there was nothing I would eat or drink that I would not know the calorie content for and I think that just became it became so obsessive and I learned about like clean eating and I you know I remember even having like a list of food that it was like you know bananas have got 12 teaspoons of sugar in it and that for me I was like oh nope, not eating them anymore you know, I would, I would, everything was just weighed to the calorie content that I had picked and see combining that with everything I was doing clearly obviously wasn't fueling myself enough, but my body shape changing. And I just remember that blew my mind looking in the mirror and my clothes getting smaller. I remember just feeling this, this, this sort of power. I was like, Oh my God, like I am doing this. Like, and probably as well, what didn't help when I was running, like my weight would obviously naturally came down because I was over exercising Mm -hmm. Uh, but my running times got a lot faster so it kind of coincided with that and that kind of drove me because I knew people kept saying to me you know Alana you're losing a lot of weight but but I was so tunnel vision thinking you're just jealous I'm winning I am getting better my time what I am doing is correct ignoring the red flags you know my period sort of slowly 
tippered away and then it never sort of I didn't have anything but I didn't care like I was like great no period no no interfering with social life no interfering with my running I don't have to worry about buying tampons like great yeah did not think about the health implications like hello Alana red flag like there's a there's a function in your body that's no longer working like what are you doing but I didn't care I think I was just so fixated I was just like oh if anything it's uh it's something I don't have to worry about every month so when was it that you were like this is not healthy for me like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing oh god so you know it's hard because I think I knew I had a problem but I just I didn't want to I didn't want to face it and I knew I couldn't eat out at friends and I couldn't you know I couldn't relax if I took a day off exercise so I knew there was a problem I just thought that was going to be my life and that was just it like I'd accepted I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be different and it wasn't until I had been signed off work with being so underweight like I was exhausted I was exhausted and I remember just one day family friends bless them they I they were just amazing James and Susan they were just honestly and I remember Susan the mum just asking me one day like honey like what are you doing this week and I was like I'm gonna go back to work like full time and she was just like darling you're not going back to work and that was the I can't do this anymore like my brain is gone and from there it was the whole oh my god I'm gonna have to go home I'm gonna have to move back home I'm gonna everyone's gonna know you know, I'm going to, everyone's just going to be able to interfere. Like I'm going to have to go through therapy. Like, and I still, to an extent was in denial, thought I didn't have an issue, but I knew I did, you know, that was probably my eating disorder mind thing. Like, no, you're fine. Like keep going. But that was kind of the light bulb moment. I was like, I I was exhausted mentally, physically drained. And so what did you do? I mean, you mentioned therapy, but what were some of the things that kind of just like got you out of that? So there was a lot. I mean, it took a while, like a lot of relapsing, a lot of weight gain, then weight loss, because I was like, I would yo-yo back and forth because I was fighting with myself. I didn't want to get better. I kind of mm-hmm. lost my self-worth as well. Like I didn't care. I was like, oh, I'm ill. I just, it's, this is it. It's not going to get better. I kind of mm-hmm. didn't give up, up, but a wee bit. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. I was like, I can't see the way, I can't see the way out of this. Yeah. And I think I just kind of was like Alana you've got to like this is just not if this is living like I don't want it and I just remember being feeling one day like so low and thinking that I, I have to get out of this like I, I can't do it I, you've just got to push against it so when I was in therapy I was in therapy for two years and it was a lot of learning mindfulness based techniques I had to stop running which was hard coming from four dis- four years long distance running and competing that was a sore point like that was you know, we're conditioned in our own little routines as humans. We love to have our little routines every day and you're told you can't do something, you know. Oh. So I started yoga. I became more, I, I had to completely reset my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with, with the way I thought around food, with exercise, with, with everything. I, I had no, I wasn't in tune as well. Like it was as if my head was cut off from my body because I was never hungry. I almost was just like, I had to completely retune everything and rethink the way I thought around everything and that was freaking hard yeah because there's some day there's some days where it would be like what the heck are you doing like you're you're insane like there's nothing wrong you do not need to change it's just everyone else is wrong <laughs> you know I would I would lash I would let my dad bless him I would not be alive if it wasn't for him like he was my rock through everything and I remember like the times like lashing out and you know if we'd have like a family meal I'd be over him like a hawk like 
don't you dare put carbs on my plate and you know everything like I'd have cauliflower rice instead of normal rice and looking back on it I was just I was not a nice person to I wasn't relaxed like everyone was probably like on eggshells around me but I it was all centered around food and what you were eating yeah 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 I love being able to talk about this um just eating disorders in general because I think that there and you can you can tell me what your thoughts are on it but I think there's a lot of people that are going through it and I think that it's a lot of um shame either, you know, from the person going through it, maybe from the family members as well, who are um, also experiencing it that with their loved one, maybe they feel shameful to not talk about it. I don't know, but I feel like it's not talked about enough. It's, you know, it's honestly not. And I almost wish like there was more of what I I follow and have now, which is maybe another reason why I started my page. Cause I thought, yeah, people maybe will look at me and judge me and they'll you know, say, oh, look at her, like, what is she doing? I'm not doing it for gratification. I'm doing it because the amount of people, even, you know, since I made that page, the amount of messages I got from people, it was quite overwhelming. And I'm going, it's actually more common than you think, but people just don't talk about it. Probably like me in the beginning, they didn't want to believe it. They don't want to, they don't want to address it. They just push it to the side and get on with their life. But it's like, you're not going to get better if you don't address it and deal with it. Yeah. And I love your message too. I know you and I have talked about that a little bit, but I'd love for you to share with everyone just your message about what your page is about and about kind of like what your philosophy is to kind of help these people, either one who are trying to lose weight in a healthy way or two people who have an eating disorder and you're trying to get them back into a better mindset. Like what is kind of your take on it and what's your goal with um, you starting this business and your page and the clients that you're going to be working with? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's to completely change the relationship that you have with yourself, you know, the habits, improving your mental, your physical health, they both come hand in hand. And I guess learning how to nourish your body correctly. I think I've made it because it's all what I've been through. I feel all the tools that I've learned, I want to share them and implement that with other people. And, you know, if you have a client, every client is different, you know, you can't, there's not going to be one set thing. So for example, if you came to me, you might be like, look, I, I don't know when I'm hungry, when I'm not hungry, I overeat. So I'd probably look at measures that when I would have sort of restrict sort of binge moments, the tools and things that I've learned, I would implement them with, with my clients. So I would look right. Okay. And sort of go through the tools that I learned with them to kind of say, right, let's work on that. That's yeah. that, what are your goals? What's your goals? What, what do you value? Because ideally, steps going forward, you need to know what your values are in order to move forward. So if you then do things out with your goals or your values, you kind of feel sometimes out of alignment. And it's because you're doing things, you're not doing things that are in line and in true with yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess it would be all to do with what the person wants, whether that be mindset, whether to do with exercise, the relationship with their body, with food being more mindful I guess it really it honestly just depends what the client would want and what they ideally what what do they need improvement with what areas are they needing help with do they need support in you know and and I I thought that it was very interesting you know I think you know as you were talking about your story the thought that I came up with is that sometimes we have these stressful situations at work or in life in general and then we buffer with things that are bad like we think of buffering like alcohol and spending money, but you weren't necessarily buffering with something that was bad. You chose exercising. And so it's interesting that sometimes whatever we choose doesn't 
obviously have to be bad for us, which exercising isn't, but, you know, taking it to the level that you did was. So um, I think just people being able to recognize that it's not always bad things that we buffer with. It's sometimes good things that we take it to the next level that it becomes not healthy for us. And our mindset and our values aren't aligning with what we want in our life. And I love that you teach that. Um, And that's what the basis of your, your, um, teachings to your clients are going to be as well yeah absolutely you know people would talk about you know like an alcoholic and things like that you know what mine's was exercise and food now you have to eat Mm -hmm. every day it's a hard thing it's not as if you know if you were like alcohol you know you'd go to the pub well you have to eat every single day and it's that it's that sort of you're faced with it and you god what do I eat how do I know if I'm eating too much you know and it's like I think just because like everything you've just said, totally agree with it. Like we, we, you can choose something that ideally is healthy for you, but it can become unhealthy. And in my case, the over-exercising and the under, under-nourishment and the under-nutrition, you know, it, it just did not work for me and effectively ran me into the ground. And you'd think, God, having a healthy diet, you know, you know, that is something that you would think is healthy, but wasn't. And what's one thing that you can tell, you know, if there's someone listening out there right now, who's really struggling and your story kind of resonates with them, who's struggling with any kind of eating disorder, what is some kind of advice that you would give them right now um, to either get them out of it or just to do a small little change today for themselves? I would say as well, see, even just recognizing that something's not right. That's half... uh, accepting to yourself there is something wrong you've you've already begun you've already begun and it's and it's and it's recognizing okay there's something wrong but I don't know what to do about it so in my case you know my journey is not the same as everyone else vice versa there's not one size fits all but I would say if you have you know for mine it was my dad he was my rock I trusted him he was non-judgmental he was just supportive Sometimes he wouldn't even say anything. It was just like a soundboard that I could voice off to. Yeah. If there's anybody that you can confide in to talk to about it, do. Because you will feel so much better. Like my friend, one of my best friends always says to me, a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm. And even just, you know, admitting to yourself, okay, I have a problem. There's your starter. Saying to someone that you love, okay, I need help. This is, this is what I think I have. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they can support you because doing it on your own is really hard. Like I'm a strong person. Could I have done it on my own? I don't know. Maybe, you know, a lot of people do, but having my dad there and having the support network around me and just having people being there for me, like, okay. And see, even the more I spoke about it, I actually felt like I was like getting stronger. Like I was like, okay, I have an eating disorder. The more I'm voicing it, it actually made me feel so much better because I was like, I have a problem. You know, this is what I feel. Everyone just be aware of it. And it, it made it easier for me. It was almost like it was killing the eating disorder. It was quieting that noise in my head. Oh yeah. Because I, I was, like do you know what I mean? Like it was uh-huh. like, you shush. And I, you know, in time I was kind of thinking, you know, I would always treat it as like, I have an Alana, the eating disorder and Alana. And at times it would be like, okay, is this an Alana thought or is this an Alana eating disorder thought? And Mm -hmm. I actually would have to sit with the thought and I would go, I have to do the opposite of what you're telling me because if I cave in, like it would be like, do not go for a two hour walk. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then if I did it, I would then be like, I've given into it. 
but it then but then if I didn't go for the walk then I would feel guilty and I'd have to sit with the feelings of guilt so a lot of the time I would be saying to my dad I'm really feeling anxious right now like I feel like I have to exercise or whatever and just speaking about it and having him distract me even that you know let's do something else let's do your art let's talk about it you know it did make me feel better and that really helped and just yeah. if anybody is struggling like it's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of you know you should be proud that you've recognized it and that you know you recognizing it and sitting there going oh I just I don't like this you're wanting to do something about it yeah yeah um, it, it, you know mm-hmm well, I just so appreciate your transparency and like coming on and talking to us about your story. And I really believe it's going to resonate and help at least one person out there who's going to be listening to this. So I just really appreciate you sharing everything today um, and being so open about it. If people are wanting to learn more about you and working with you, um, where can they find you? Yeah, so ideally I have my own Instagram page, but my one that I have set up is at ag.health. Um, and that's where I've been sharing a lot of um, things to do with my recovery, um, food, sort of recipes. Um, and just if anybody wants to message me, like, please feel free to shoot me a DM. Like, I am happy to speak to anyone. And it's in complete confidence because I had people who I reached out that I don't, I've never even met before. In particular, this one person who was literally freaking amazing. And still to this day, I still speak to her. And I think if it wasn't for you, sometimes I would have caved in and gone to the gym or done whatever. So if anybody wants someone to speak to or anything, shoot me a message. Um, and I know I'd said to you already, the, they've got an eating disorder association organization called BEAT, B-E-A-T. Um, and I've now just successfully become an ambassador for them. So if whoever needs help I'm more than happy to signpost and help them get the help through there because it's a confidential um organization where they can reach out if they don't feel comfortable speaking to me that they can go through there and it's linked in my bio as well so if they want to have a look on there they can get loads of information as well about eating disorders and even if they just want to read up and they think they have a problem have us have a read on the internet it's great we've got well I know I say that but you know it can be used as a good or bad thing but that's obviously a reputable organization and have a read and honestly feel free to shoot me a message more than happy to help anyone even if I help one person okay, more than happy great. To. and yeah and I will link that in the bio too yeah do. Um, to this and to the post about this so that they can get a hold of you in any of those ways but cool. yeah thank you so much for being on today Alana and I'm just so glad that we met and I just cannot wait to start to see how many people you're going to help and where your business is going to grow and um, just how many people are going to help through this um, situation of having an eating disorder. Oh no, thank you so much for having me. It's really, really nice to be able to share and obviously use what I've gone through as a, a plus now and to help others. So no, it's been grand. Thanks for so much for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And more to come with you, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk with you soon. Thanks again, Alana. And um, we'll hopefully you'll have a good week. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.